Hello and welcome to episode number 119 of the Atlanta Man Podcast. I'm here as always with Evan and we have a recurring guest now, Sean Blackburn, um, joining us for this special occasion. So how are you fellas doing on uh, the day after, as they call it? I'm doing horrible, man. I can't even lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to cope, but I can't, man. I'm, I'm doing bad. I'm feeling the same way. I mean, yeah, I, I can't feel good. You can't feel good the day after, so I'm still trying to process it all, to be honest. But like Evan said, just trying to cope. Yeah, it is um, mind-boggling in some ways what has happened for two years in a row now. I mean, really, those. In a lot of ways, a copy of last year, but somehow worse. I think y'all agree with that, that this one was worse than last year. And um, yeah, just an absolutely pitiful performance by the Braves and the NLDS. They lose in four, as uh, you probably all know by now. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll give the reins to you fellas first. Who wants to go first? Who, who's who got the, uh, the most uh, to get off their chest? Any volunteers? <laughs> um... You know, I I was I was more angry last night, and and now I've kind of just calmed down a little bit. And I mean, really, all you can say is the Braves didn't show up offensively. The Phillies did. We scored eight runs, eight runs over four games. Um, that will never get it done. Um, a few guys were were horrible. Um, Michael Harris didn't record a hit. Um, Arcia. The antics, the behind the scenes, the the fuel they gave the Phillies was just, um, it it was kind of pitiful how it all unfolded, and and Arcia just crying in the dugout. It was not a good look. Um, I, you can't even get on social media right now just because uh, it just reminds you of of everything. And um, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna take the next week off and just just go rogue. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all for that. Uh, yeah, like you said, the bats did not show up whatsoever. I mean, eight runs in a four-game stretch is, is pitiful. It's it's impressive that we even found a way to win one game in the series. I mean, the Phillies were the better team for, let's see, that's 36 innings. I mean, the Phillies were the better team for all of, what, 32 of yeah. the 36 innings. So the, fa- the fact that we were able to win a game is impressive. But, I mean, not only did the bats not show up, it's just – for me, there was just like kind of a lack of energy. Like it just wasn't there. It just wasn't there like the past postseasons. Um, I don't know if it's maybe the fact that, hey, we've won the division six years in a row and been there, done that a couple of times, and you feel like you should walk right through to the NLCS. But it was just like there were big moments in last night's game. There were big moments in other games that I feel like the team – like wasn't hype. Like they just, it just felt like a a normal game for them. Which I don't know if that's kind of what they were intending, and they're just like maybe trying to give off that vibe of been there, done that. But the, I mean, the Phillies brought it. Like they brought it straight to you, and they weren't gonna let up. So I think that's kind of. I mean, two years in a row now they've done that, where they just kind of ambush us, and offensively we can't keep up with the team that we've been able to keep up with in the regular season every single year for the past six years, or we've been able to pretty much dominate them for the good part of six years. So it was just, it was disappointing to see that there was just kind of no energy. And even when the bats, you know, aren't going there, they, 
just couldn't find a way to figure something out like the Braves typically do. Like maybe their bats are having a rough night, but they just couldn't figure it out. Couldn't string together some hits. You get the walks like that we got towards the end of the game. And you're like, okay, we got a chance. Somebody's going to nut up and make a big hit or at least hit the ball hard somewhere. And last inning, we see Kevin Pillar pop one up to the shortstop. And then, <laughs> and then Von Grissom. I Bless mean, I didn't expect, yeah, I didn't expect much <laughs> from him. I mean, you throw him off the bench and <laughs> dude hasn't, dude hasn't been in this moment or wasn't ready for that at all. But, yeah, it was just disappointing that they weren't able to string together or come up with a big hit outside of, of course, Austin Riley in game two. But yeah, yeah, there was just, there was absolutely no approach offensively. No. They were they were down in every single count. It felt like it was it was o one o two immediately one two every single account. And when you're when you're playing from behind and and the Philly crowds behind them every single at bat. It's it's never going to happen. We weren't drawing walks. We weren't uh, raising the pitch count for pitchers. I mean, Ra- we made Ranger Suarez look like the Cy Young out there. I mean, it was unbelievable. It, you know, we hit left-handed pitchers so well all year long, and then this is the guy that just completely dominates us for two games in a row. I mean, that was supposed to be a bullpen game, back-to-back times, and he comes out and just throws zero on the board, and and it's it's just unbelievable. Like we couldn't get any base runners. There was there was just no big hits. There was there was no clutch factor at all from the Braves, and and that's what the Phillies exactly, completely opposite. This was the exact same series as last year. There was no adjustments made at all. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, getting down quickly like that, it's just so difficult to come back from. Like, like you said, Ranger Suarez was fastball, fastball. Most guys, fastball, curveball, like dropping them in there for strikes, and it's like guys. It's the same, like it's the same two pitches. I know I'm trying to make it seem simple or whatever. I know it's not easy to hit a baseball, but you got 30 million iPads in the dugout that you can go look and say, "Hey, this guy's throwing a fastball and he's throwing a curveball. He's doing it this at bat. He's doing it this count." I mean, all the pitchers have tendencies, and the fastballs. I mean, he dotted a couple. Like, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of pitches that he threw where it's like there's not much you can do with that, but. You just see the Braves so often when pitchers make mistakes, they take advantage of them, and we just didn't see that at all. Yeah, and the Phillies took advantage of seemingly every mistake that the Braves left Literally. in the strike zone. Like, I mean, it, it just it's it, like it's just like last year. I mean, the Phillies just looked like a much better team in every facet: uh, pitching, hitting, managers. I think Rob Thompson washed it in this series. Yes, and. I mean, I, I kind of want to just read out some of the numbers of guys. I mean, Ron Acuna had a 508 OPS, Ozzy 620, Arcia 368, uh, Murphy 571, Matt Olson 544. The only guy that had a good series was Austin Riley, and he, I mean, he had a really he had a really nice series. His OPS was over a thousand. But uh, I know me and Evan said this on the preview. We said, you know, there's going to be a few guys that aren't going to hit in a short series like this. It's going to happen. But on the other side, there's going to be four or five guys raking because this is how the team has been all year. And it was one guy and literally yeah. one guy only. I mean, the only guy that's even close to being competent this series was Ozzy and I guess Darno. I mean, Darno had the homer and he had a walk to last night that uh, brought up Acuna with the bases loaded. And that one for a second, 
uh, it could be a lot of different podcasts right now if that ball bounces off the wall or carries out. Good Lord, that one was brutal. But um, yeah, man, it is just the lack of quality at bats. Like you guys said, it was stark and just um, something we haven't seen all season. This team never went through a skid like this offensively all year in 162 games. And to do it against the Phillies again and the playoffs, it is just, it's just awful. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you like you guys have any like moments you want to focus in on. I know the one thing I do want to talk about was uh, the handling of Bryce Elder in Game Three. Not that it would have mattered because they weren't going to hit. But uh, let me tee you guys up. What did you think of Elder facing Bryce Harper there, and then on top of it, facing Bohm and Stott after giving up just a monster home run on the worst pitch possible? Just like what did, what what was going through y'all's heads when that happened? Because I was losing my mind. Yeah, I mean, that's why you go out and get Brad Hand. Yes. For that situation Literally. right there, you bring in a six-foot-five lefty who's just slinging it from the outside. So, and, and, I mean, good gracious. Snicker, I don't know what he was doing, just, just biting his tongue in the dugout or what. But that is why you go – that is why you went out and got Brad Hand. Like, that is the reason – in no position ever should he be facing Bryce Harper with, with two guys on. I mean, he, he just – there was three batters in a row that absolutely smoked balls off, off off Elder. And if that's not a sign, man, to go get him, I don't know what is. That that was, you know – he did his job up until that point, and you have to go get him. You yeah. have to go get him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, going into that bat, I'm like you, – you could just kind of feel it, especially with it being Bryce Harper and having so many moments that – He's had, whether it be against us and last postseason, he felt like he had it against everyone. But you just don't feel good going into it, especially it being, I think that was what, his second time through the order, third. Yeah, it was a second. Second. Yeah. So, like you said, he did his job, get to the bullpen, like live to see another day pretty much or another inning to where the game is still close um, instead of letting him hit a three-run homer and – then the game just gets out of hand. And then letting him face the next two batters is insane. I don't yeah. even know how you do that. It's malpractice is what I was saying to my dad watching the game. Like, this is just insane. I mean, look, it didn't help because everybody was screaming for Brad Hand um, when that happened. It didn't help that Brad Hand also gave up a, gave home, up a home run to Bryce Harper <laughs> a couple innings later. But still, it's about the process. And it – like – if I mean, I'm trying to pull up Snit's um, post game quotes, but um, before I can find, I just know he said like Bryce looked good. We were thinking five innings. That <laughs> is just crazy that they didn't announce Elder as the starter until the morning of. So you really went up to the wire of as long as you could go without announcing a starter, and then he gets in the game and you're treating him like he's Strider or Freed. You know, you obviously didn't have a ton of confidence in this guy. You would have announced him as the game three started before the series even started. And, you know, you when you're in a game like this, man, series tied 1-1. I know he, he did look good in the first two innings, but you have to play it inning by inning. And that's what uh, Rob Thompson did in game one. Everybody was like, he's taking out Suarez now? I mean, Suarez had looked amazing. And he's like, yeah, I am. Because guess what? Ranger Suarez and Bryce Elder pretty much had identical ends to their regular seasons they were both terrible to end the season and he knew 
that the longer you let Suarez go, the more likely it is uh, the Braves are going to get hits off of him. That didn't happen in game four because the Braves just couldn't hit, but it's just about the process and the process there is terrible. And the other thing is everybody was wanting hand. I get that. I would have gone to Brad hand, but also there's a base open and Alec Bohm's on deck and Alec Bohm had a pretty horrible series. Like if you're, if you're so hell bent on elder staying in the game, walk Harper, there's a base yeah. open. I know you load the bases, but st- it's Alec Bohm versus Bryce Harper with Bryce Elder on the mound. I know what matchup I want 100 times out of 100. And, you know, it is on Elder, too. He did throw quite literally the worst possible pitch to ever throw Bryce Harper. I mean, it was just you couldn't have put it on a tee better, uh, just a cement mixing slider. But still, like, he was just not put in a position to succeed at all. Um and yeah, that was the one thing that really got me hot. I'm trying to think of what else. One thing that really makes me mad is now is game two. We won the game, but it just seems so fake. <laughs> like yeah. the comeback just it just seemed like a fluke. And I and it probably was. I mean, you know, Darno and Riley, shout out to them. It was awesome that happening, but it just it makes it all more infuriating that, you know, I, honestly a sweep would have been better. It would have just been like, okay, we're completely outmatched. They gave me hope. You know, I went into Philly thinking, all right, like, what if they take two in Philly and just win it here? And yeah. boy, was I just mis misleaded there. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's awful. It's awful stuff. Um, the positives are minimal. And uh, I'm sure it could go on day about the negatives. Uh, one more thing before I kick it back to you all. I'll, I'll give you all another uh, little, little nugget here to chew on. Um, Michael Harris decreased the Braves' chances of winning the World Series by a whole 3% this series. Yeah. He's, he was... one, he's one for 27 in his playoff career. Imagine how far that would have dropped if he wasn't playing amazing defense out there. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about that. It probably would just be – it might reach 5%. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. He did have two awesome defensive plays, which he does deserve credit for, but, man – and I went back and found his one hit from last year. And it was an RBI single, but it was when the Braves were getting blown out in the uh, Reese Hoskins bat spike game. So his one hit pretty much meant nothing. So, I mean, he's just been brutal. It's it's hard to watch. I mean, everything's just a rollover to first base. Yeah, it, it really sucks that that moment um, in, in, in game two just is getting foreshadowed. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the ability to go grab that ball, turn two with Harper at first. Um, it just gets completely foreshadowed. I mean, one for 27 speaks for itself. Um, it's, it's not a situation where it's, it's, you know, Rojas where you, you know what you have in him, you know, he's, he's going to yeah. play great defense and, yeah. you know, he's just there to work pitchers, work counts and stuff. And and that's not the case with Harris. He's been a stable in this lineup all year long. And um, for him just to just go cold, I mean, like it was rough watching him up there hit. I mean, it was a rollover to second. I'd say fifty percent of the time, probably and, more. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was sad, man, and and I just don't know, man. It, it you know, it, we can sit here and blame one guy, and you know all these other things. Yeah, it's, it, it yeah. was the whole lineup. It was just pathetic, absolutely pathetic. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the fact that they were. I think for me, they were getting good pitches, like. We were talking, they're down in these counts, or they start off 0-2 for all these accounts. Some of them were able to work it back 1-2 or maybe 2-2 sometimes and still get that pitch maybe that they're looking for, and they're just missing it. I mean, like you're not – they're not 
they're not hitting line drives and getting out. I can live with that. I can live with you hitting hard ground balls and hard line drives all day long. If you're just getting unlucky, you're getting unlucky, whatever. But they're popping them up to second base, shortstop, lazy pop flies to to left and center, whatever. Like, just weak contact all around. It was just the fact that they weren't able to to capitalize on on the pitches that that they were that they were getting. It was just all around. And for me, you, they're not even hit, they weren't even hitting the ball every way. Everything was weak, weak pull side. When most hitters are going, you know, obviously they're going to be up the middle, opposite way. And all of our guys would just roll, like you said, rollovers. Yes. Michael Harris was rollovers a second. I mean, Ozuna, I, I think he had everything to Trey Turner. I'm pretty sure he hit every. Or he, struck out. he, hit, or he struck out. <laughs> yeah. Even Acuna, I mean. Acuna, yeah. Yeah. He was rollovers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just hard to watch. Like the whole series was just hard to watch, man. I was obviously pissed off we lost, but man, I if we made it to a game five and we lose in that fashion to where we are getting just bulldozed by Zach Wheeler again, I I don't know if I I feel like just ending it four maybe just just is better. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and like you said, like a sweep, sweep would have been better, honestly. Just yeah, like just don't whatever. feed me any hope. I mean, right. I like I do get what you're saying about uh just not being not having to deal with the game five and then playing <laughs> bad there too, but just not like back to back years, not getting it back to Atlanta. It's just so brutal. Just losing both games in Philly both times. It's it's just terrible, man. And I I, yeah, it just it's just been weighing on my mind. Like I just can't believe it. This team, they were so good, and they're the best Braves team I've ever seen in my life. And it was just nothing at the end. Just went out with an absolute whimper. And I, I want to say I can't believe it, but you know it's baseball. These things happen. But just for this entire lineup to go cold. I mean, back to the our preview episode, we said. The Braves lose a series. It's because the pitching is going to give out. They're going to hit. We literally said that. And I don't even want to go back and listen to that because it probably made me cringe because it was probably just freezing cold takes left and right. But, I mean, it, it, I mean, this was probably the most shocking outcome because the pitching outside of game three was not terrible. You know, I know Freed was bad in game two, but the bullpen picked him up. Strider was really good in game one, and he was solid enough in game four. The main bullpen guys are awesome. I mean, Iglesias didn't give up a run. Minter didn't give up a run. Pierce Johnson didn't give up a run. Joe Jimenez didn't. I mean, like it's not the it's not the bullpen. You know, they got the bullpen got rocked in game three, but that was Tonkin, Hand, and Shaver. Like they they had great bullpen play, and you know, the pitching really did enough outside of game three. And we all knew game three was might have just been a shit show because of what the Braves were dealing with with uh Elder and you know, the management did not help at all, but you know, those guys at least deserve a shout out. I mean, it, it, it would have been it would have been nice uh to just score anything. I mean, they had they had four extra base hits the entire series. Four. <laughs> the Phillies had and that's unbelievable. The Phillies two had of them, sixteen. Two of Trey Turner had three last night, did he not? Yeah. Yeah, he almost hit for like, the cycle so last night. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two two of those extra base hits came in game uh, two with uh, Darno the two homers. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, it's yeah. And opposite, and, opposite field double by Cunha, and then the other Riley homer. That's it. Yeah, 
It's, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. The Phillies hit 11 home runs and we hit three. And this is the team that tied the record for most homers in a season. Yeah. I mean, Nick Castellanos hit more home runs than the entire Braves team this series in two games. <laughs> and it did, it's not helping the stuff going on in Israel for Castellanos. I mean, it's just got to be like pumping steroids into his veins, all of this global conflict. <laughs> but I mean, it is like, he, I it mean, you get a crazy power stats out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, he um I saw a stat uh Spencer Strider had never given up an extra base hit on a fastball he's done over 100 miles an hour and he absolutely parked that one he threw last night that was kind of crazy he was just all over I mean he had he had a great series him and Harper man both of their OPSs are over 1700 that's crazy <laughs> that yeah. is insane I mean yeah it's it, it's it's tragic um do you guys want to do the most annoying part of this episode and talk about the Attaboy Harper stuff? Let's get it over with. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, after game two, Braves celebrating in the dugout or in the, or in the locker room. And um, apparently Orlando Arcia was running around. Uh, I heard that he said it like nine or 10 times in a row and <laughs> screaming Attaboy Harper after Harper got doubled off. Um, you know, a guy in the locker room reports it. There's a whole controversy of if RC even said it by Braves fans, which it was a real bad look. All of the Braves fans saying Arcia couldn't have possibly said that because he doesn't speak any English. When Orlando RC has been in America for 10 years, like he knows how to say Attaboy Harper. That was honestly just insulting to Arcia. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, we could just get into it now. For, like, I'll give you my thoughts first. I mean, first of all, what Arcia said is very mild. And it just got blown so far out of proportion. Harper hitting the two home runs did not help um, cool things down. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't blame Harper for getting the stare down either. You know, if if roles were reversed and someone says about Acuna and he stared him down, we'd be eating it up. So I'm not going to sit here and act like like I'm going to be mad about that. But I just can't believe how big of a story this was. Like, it, it was just unreal. And, yeah, like when I read the quote, I was like, oh, that's funny, I guess. Then I didn't think much of it. Then I went to the replies and it was like a war going on. Like people were freaking out. And I would like Braves fans were so scared that Harper was going to use that as fuel. And Phillies fans were adding the chip to their shoulder. So what did you guys think? Because it was just that's the but that was the worst part of the series for me. Just all of that stuff going on was just so annoying. Yeah, I don't know why in the first place this was reported. Um, Yeah, the Braves are in their own clubhouse. You get you got this guy who no one's even heard of. He has a credits pass. He's back there. I mean, he just releases this statement with no footage, no uh, credibility at all. No one knows who this guy is. It just a quote came out out of Boy Harper, and I mean that's kind of hilarious. Like he just got doubled up to end the game, made a big mistake. It's kind of funny. I mean, but yeah, the, the, it just got blown up. And and yeah, um, you know, credit to the Phillies, man. They used it as fuel. Um, you know, I don't know, man. It it, it but, just it, it it got blown up, you know. And and go ahead, yeah, go ahead. yeah. I'm sorry when you said the Phillies use a fuel, like they, yeah, of course they like it was like bulletin board material. But the people thinking that the only reason Bryce Harper hit two home runs in Game Three was because Arcia said that, yeah, is uh, that was driving me insane. Like 
Do you think when Bryce Elder threw that slider into his wheelhouse that he and like his and it's like, oh, I have to hit a home run now because Arcia said that about me. Like there's like Bryce Harper did not need any more motivation. Like he literally like he like it wouldn't have changed anything. Bryce Harper is locked in. It's the playoffs. You don't need any more motivation for either side. Maybe the Braves did. I mean, as we as yeah. we saw, but yeah. Harper, I promise you, he was focused to the max all series. So I just had to say that because that was just getting on my nerves. So yeah, Sean, what did you think of it? Because it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I just thought it was really stupid. Like I'm sure that night in that clubhouse, that probably uh, wasn't wouldn't even crack the top ten of the worst things said in that clubhouse. It's just this oh, yeah. guy from the media, like Evan said, like he just so heard it. And Arcia repeated it a bunch of times and just ran. He just ran with it. And, you know, playoffs, sports media, they're always looking for some kind of story to to take it and, and just run with it and blow it up and put all over social media. And that just so happened to be it. Um, I just thought it was really stupid. Like, I don't think it added like I don't think it added fuel to the fire. I don't think the Braves fan or Braves players should have even had to been asked like, oh, what do you think the next day? I mean, it's yeah. just it's just idiotic. And I think it was Travis Darno that made the same point. Like, if we can't say things in our clubhouse and we have to be fearful of things getting out, then they just need to stop talking to the media. Like they wanna stop talking to the media. So it was just really like just a really, really dumb situation. Um it didn't affect anything maybe besides Arcia getting letting Not the cool. Philly fans yeah. getting yeah. yeah getting in his head uh during last night's game that might have affected a little bit but I mean if if that's what you need to for the motivation then sure take it run with it if you're the Phillies but I don't think it added anything for them like they were like you said they were locked in it didn't matter yeah, yeah. and I I I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think it was ridiculous that the players were being asked about it like the next day and stuff. And that couldn't have gone well. I mean, the only way that could have gone well is if you you're like, yeah, we said that like, like defend, like defend your boy. Like just roll with it. Like, yeah, we said that. Like, yeah, made a bad mistake. We're boys. We talk shit like all that stuff. Just just get behind it and use it like to your advantage. Like, yeah, like it's a heated series against our rival. Like, we're gonna we're obviously like they're talking about us like it's not getting reported we know that everybody knows that but just the the lack of production on the field did not help at all like that immediately just lost all credibility it was embarrassing all the clips i mean darnode could have said whatever and if you go out there and put up 10 runs and and come back and win this series it's like oh we're we're cool again but but there was just no production on the field and so that just made it even worse, even more embarrassing for the Braves, for everybody on Twitter trying to defend like our side. Like it, it, you know, it didn't help at all that we just completely sucked ass the entire series. I mean, eight runs, right. eight runs in four games. That's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's, un- it's, it's unbelievable. Really? <laughs> like it's like, at least last year we had a uh, game one. I think we scored six. So we, we were able to like crack in the double digits last year. But I mean, it's pitiful. And one last thing about the whole debacle with Arcia. Um, I know you. I know Evan said no one knows this guy. I do. I don't know him personally, but I do listen to his podcast sometimes. <laughs> which uh, it was a rough, rough moment for me. I was conflicted because I do like the guy's podcast. But um, 
what uh what Darn knows that was interesting that makes you not want to talk to media. I just think the rule of thumb is if you're a reporter, if they say it to you, it's free game. I understand that you're in the locker room. I know a lot of people are saying if you're in the locker room, he says it, then it's free game. I think just for your own sake, I probably would wouldn't say anything that wasn't told directly towards me. And um I know uh Braves legend, I don't know if y'all saw this, Braves legend Kevin Gossman came out on Twitter with a tweet saying it's ridiculous. We have to watch what we say in the or in the clubhouse, yada yada yada. So I guess he's still uh got them Braves roots. He was rooting for us. I thought that yeah, was love like, it. kind of funny. 100%, Kevin man. Gosman. You come off the field and all the motions are rolling. You know, yeah. That's that's where you can see everybody. Um yeah, I mean, just I can't imagine the amount of uh excitement coming off that win it was like a, it was like a walk-off it was it was like a walk-off yeah. home run pretty much i mean it was a crazy play to win the game yeah it was i mean all i know is if um like this this kind of reminds me of the pete alonzo situation earlier in the year um obviously it's completely different but remember when alonzo yeah hit a home run he said throw it again throw it again like dude braves fans would have been printing that on a t-shirt like attaboy acuna like if it was rolls reverse like we would have been printing that oh out yeah and I mean, like yeah, with it for sure it, like you can't you can't sit here and blame the Phillies fans for, you know, no, not at acting all. a little bit and stuff. But I mean, I don't know. I, I it was, it's. I mean, I don't know. I think it just comes back to we we were just so bad and 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 that's just adding on. And so it's it's just getting obviously blown out of proportion. Um, but yeah, not not a good look for the for the Braves for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not, not to be quote unquote. I guess in the media's terms, like you're. The Braves are talking shit about the Phillies, talking about Bryce Harper, and then he comes back and hits the two home runs, and we yeah. get beat ten to two. Like, it definitely doesn't make you look good at all. So, yeah, it's just one of those things the media was waiting for, and it, it was is a what perfect. It, is. it was a perfect storm for the Phillies. It really was. Like, things could not have gone better for them after that. Uh, that it played in the game too. Like, really, it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, and I I think this would have happened regardless. I think you guys agree that this didn't change anything on the field, really. But it no. just sure made things more annoying. <laughs> like, dude, like that picture of Harper staring down Arcia. Every baseball account I follow on Twitter posted that. I had, like, it was scrolling through, like, yes. I saw it 70 times on whatever it was, Wednesday night. Like, good God, it was just terrible. And I'm sure we'll see it the entire offseason, too. Especially if the Phillies win the World Series or something, it is going to be, yeah, it's not over. <laughs> so, and I'm sure next year, do you know who? Do you know who we play? Um, opening series next year, probably not hard to those, guess. Those guys it's, right there. Yeah, is in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. In so it's yeah, I saw next, it last night. Yeah, next year it's like opening day. You know, they're probably playing on the jumbotron. I mean, RC is gonna get echoed. Like it's it's not over. And it probably won't I, be over for a while. I think we can all agree we're Diamondbacks fans for the rest of the way. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I like Texas Rangers, like from the other side. But I'm, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go catch a game. I'm thirty minutes away from them. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm rooting I'm hard for Corbin Carroll in the in the backs, man. The snakes. The snakes. <laughs> yeah, Diamondbacks. I mean, here's a silver lining. At least we're not the Dodgers. Because oh my god. Was that just yeah. something? I like it could be worse. I think Mookie and Freddie went one for twenty-one in uh yep. in that series. With and Freddie like I mean, it, we're in, we're better than that. Simple. Yeah, 
Like it was, they were, they were awful. I think I saw something of Mookie stats after um the Matzik at bat, and he's like three for thirty five in the playoffs since. It's something crazy. So I guess we broke playoff Mookie. Um, got that going for us. Uh, so yeah, we can we can we can wrap up the Arcia stuff and hopefully I, I I'd be fine never talking about that again. I'd be fine not never talk about this series again either. But uh, yeah, I guess um. We can kind of look ahead now. We we don't have to do like a full dive into the offseason, but like, you know, this team is pretty much set. You know, we um we saw Von Grissom at the end of the game. Uh we haven't talked about that a ton. Uh, but you know, who knows what his future is with the team, but really everybody is locked in with the position players except for left field. You know, there's some question marks with the rotation. Kyle Wright's out. Uh, for the entire season next year, Charlie Morton might retire. We have no idea what's going on with that. So, like, what do you guys think needs to change to prevent this from happening next year? Like, because there's only so much they can do. You know, they've extended everybody. Everyone's locked up. So, like, what is the path here to, like, is it just, like, game plan? Is it just, like, what is, like, because I, I, I really can't tell you. I yeah, think... I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Evan. All right. Uh, I think in the... Uh... Getting a third arm, like a third solid arm in the rotation behind Strider and Freed for next year. Like you said, like Morton's a question mark right now. A um, couple of young guys that pitch this year that you can't really bank on for sure. But I think if you can go out, um, I haven't really looked too much at the free agent market or maybe trade market of who's out there who may be available. But getting a solid guy behind those two definitely helps. Obviously, you would like – for them to be healthy going into the playoffs and, you know, all of that. But I think getting that first, and I think the team desperately needs a clubhouse guy. They they need a guy to bring them all together. Like, we had Jock Peterson in 2021. Jock Peterson wasn't a starter, an everyday starter. He was a platoon guy. He wasn't in the lineup every day. Um, we had a bunch of other guys in the outfield that year. But he was, like – it was the pearls. It was the swag. Like it was, it was his aura and his presence. I think in the clubhouse of being around the team. Like, don't get me wrong, the Braves are talented as hell. They have talent everywhere on the field, but there's not that one guy that I think brings them all together and kind of when they may get down in a series like this, like this one. Jock Peterson had like I just think back to 2021 still with that guy like. He had that moment against Milwaukee in the NLDS where he hits the bomb into the chop house and then, like, the offense just gets going and the series is history from there. Um, and then he just has a bunch of those – and he had another moment to – I think it was maybe game two against the Dodgers. I can't Yeah, really it, was, it was. It was. Game two against the Dodgers against Scherzer yeah. where he hit the home run. Just, just that kind of guy. And it's not even his on-field production. I think it's more so of his presence and his personality. Um I mean, go back and get him again. I don't know. Um, but he's, somebody, a, he's, somebody, a, somebody, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. <laughs> somebody like that, though. I think I do think they need that for sure. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You need somebody, um, maybe not a starter, but someone to come off the bench with just that swagger, just that um, they can kind of bring, like like you said, clubhouse together. I think that's huge. Um, I think you nailed it with, with the third arm. I mean, so many question marks for this rotation. I mean, you got Max Reed going to arbitration again. Do you lock him up? 
do you, you know, we're not what, going to, what, what's the long-term plan there? You know, you don't have one. I mean, the yeah. only guy that's set in stone is Strider. I mean, we're going to have freed back, but uh, I just really hope there's no contract issues or anything like that. Um, so yeah, you got, you got two starters right now and you need to go out and get a starter. Um, I know earlier in the, the, the year, this kind of came out after the trade deadline and, and really this month, but Alex Anthopoulos went out and tried to get another bat. I saw right that. Now. You're crazy. <laughs> this is the best yeah. lineup ever. And, yeah. um, you know, we see, we see them just throw a dud out in the series and, you know, maybe he wasn't so crazy. Maybe, you know, maybe he was trying to go out and get a Jock Peterson or Solaire or somebody that had that swagger, that power, that ability to come off the bench and, and, you know, just just change the trajectory of a game and a series like 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 a snap of a finger so um you know that'd be interesting like you said left field i'm not sure if we're going to get the same production from ozuna so many question marks yeah you know every every month uh, rosario was a different player um so it's just really inconsistent out there at left field um you know we had our inconsistencies with with center field and right field you know this series but I mean, nobody was hitting. So, I don't know. I think starting pitching. How about how about this? How about we go get Shohei Otani and just let him hit for a little while? Get well, that he can't arm. P- right? Yeah, he can't pitch next year, but yeah, still, <laughs> still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, it just seems like this team. You know, I'm not like I I, I get what you're saying. Like, I still think these they're good clubhouse guys. Like, I, I feel like all those the guys we have are good for the clubhouse. or not you know, bad vibes or anything, but they, this, this team seemed like they lacked a little juice, you know, and Jock yeah. Peterson is juice. Like they needed that. And they just kind of seemed like buttoned up really by the time they got to the playoffs. Like they just, um, you know, and that'll work in the regular season, but you know, when you get shut out in game one and your office is to show up, you kind of need a spark plug. And, you know, I guess our, our spark plug is kind of our C and he kind of, I, w- I don't think he made a fool of himself really by saying that. You can see he maybe made a fool of himself last night with uh, what he was doing with the fans. But you know when your when your spark clubhouse guy is just getting torched into flames, you know it's kind of tough for him to keep that juice up. But um, it's uh yeah it's it's an interesting thing that they have to deal with because they really can't change a ton, which is a good thing because the team is still really good. You know, but you know in my head I think. That might have been Von Grissom's last about the Braves. I think he could be flipped for a pitcher. Like that's totally on the table. Um, you know, we'll see with Morton. I was looking at the free agent pitchers. You got like Blake Snell, Aaron Nola. Those are the high end guys. I don't know if the Braves will be able to uh, land any of them with all that money involved. They've never really been once to do that. But I'm not gonna see a trade. And uh, left field yet is a question mark. You know, Eddie's got a team option. I don't think they're gonna pick it up for nine million. It just seems like. You can upgrade, and uh, they'll probably do that, I think. But, uh, yeah, it was just funny. Last night, um, someone tweeted, uh, I think it was like a Blue Jays fan just watching, and after Ozuna and Murphy got on in the ninth, the guys due up for the Braves were Kevin Pillar, Forrest Wall, and Nicky Lopez, and that's what it showed up on the MLB app. <laughs> and he posted this, he said, no one else I'd rather have up in this situation. It didn't end, it didn't end up being those guys. It ended up being not much better, honestly. Pilar, Eddie against the lefty and Von Grissom hitting for the first time in like three weeks. But yeah, that's uh that was kind of brutal at the end there. Um but yeah. G- game four was the worst in my mind. I think pretty easily. 
I mean, from Pilar not scoring on third on that pass ball. Yeah. Uh, that... To having first and third in the ninth. And then no one out. Pilar and Rosario having two of the worst at bats of the season. Grissom had the best yeah. at bat out of the three. Grissom, like, his, he struck out with a check swing, but he did not embarrass himself by any means. Like, he, he fouled a couple pitches off, I think. Like, he, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like, if he would have went down three pitches, I'd be like, oh, yeah, checks out. But he actually put up a fight. I mean, credit to him, but, yeah. yeah. And and I'm still not sure. Uh, correct. Maybe you can correct me on this. But I think through the first seven innings, the Phillies had base runners or or hit a home run in every single inning. For, for the first seven. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, that it sounds was, right. The, the, yeah. We didn't have one clean inning. It, it, like, Strider. Yeah, he was working out of messes the entire oh, start of the game. I was on I was on edge though, every single time we were on the field. I mean, it was unbelievable. And and just – you're just keeping that pressure on. Eventually, it's going to boil up and, and just go over the pot. I mean, the Braves exactly. have no pressure at all on the Phillies. I mean, through yeah. most of their game. And then just takes the air out of you when you Austin Riley hits a home run. You know we go up one nothing. Starters pitching really well, and then Castellanos immediately right back up. Yeah, immediately yeah. like we couldn't keep a lead for at That's least what an inning. That's what happened. That's what happened in Yeah, yeah. We, went we, up, went we, we, we led both of these games. It's kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah, it was and only then, one nothing, but still, it's Jesus. I w- I right. was in Philly like. You got to be. You got to score three or four early. You can't go up yeah. one. You know that's just not enough margin. You got. I mean, you got to find a way to take the crowd out of it, and we didn't do that at all. I mean, golly, what what a disaster of a series. I, I mean, know, and just, yeah. I thought about today. Not, go ahead, Sean. No, I was just gonna say it just wasn't much positive to to talk about for that series. I mean, outside of like you said, the pitching, some of the bullpen guys, Strider. Outside of that, there's just there. Yeah, it's it's Strider, Riley, and the four good relievers: Mentor, Iglesias, Jimenez, Johnson. You know, Kirby Yates had a he pitched one inning and didn't give up a run. Well, he did give up a run, but that was when Darno threw it in the outfield in game two. Which um, that's I mean, I was at game two. They played the worst stretch of the series they played was at the start of game two, and they won. The first five innings of game two were horrific they didn't hit a ball out into the outfield until i think the fifth inning and i think it was just a pop out like it, it that was the worst stretch they looked worse than they did in philly and then obviously you know they came back and god that game i mean i, I think i, I want to look back on it fondly but i just can't hopefully i can in like a month because it was a ton of fun but geez dude it's just yeah. it's awful that, that was probably a top five game i've ever watched and really, I mean, it was a great game. It was unreal for for it just to get swept under the rug like that. I mean, gone. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of want to talk about this. I want to bring up a new point: the playoff format. Should we should we dive in a little bit on that and 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 yeah, talk about the, yeah. the 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 buys and and just how poor uh, three of the four top teams played. Yeah, I think my my take on it is I get the like to thinking the buy can hurt you and, and maybe it's right, but I just I think we got to give it a little more time. If we're like five years into this new format and every year it's like this, then yeah, I uh, I think it's time for a change. But being two years into it, I know last year the Rays and Dodgers 
they're just brothers in misery. They did the same thing last year. And this year with um Braves and Dodgers and the Orioles, the way they got demolished by the Rangers, you know, it does raise the question. I mean, those are the th- only three 100 win teams. But I just think, you know, it's kind of just a small sample of it so far and kind of weird things can happen. But I, if we get down the road in a few years, I'm just more about the wait and see thing with the format. I, one thing I do think that should be enacted immediately probably won't be, and it will be probably should because it will help them out. The NLDS needs to be seven games. I really believe that. I don't think I'm not even saying that because I think it, like all oh, the Braves will still be alive. The Braves were not going to win the series if it was even if it was seven. They'll be down three to one right now, and I I would be shocked if they were able to come back from that. But I just think five games is brutal. I mean, it's been like that for a while, but especially adding more teams. I think you just got to make it seven, just make it a larger sample for so you can just really get a sense of uh, who the best team is, you know, I, and like, listen, I'm not even like this year's a bad example to say that because, you know, the Dodgers got swept, Orioles got swept, we got blasted in four, but I just think overall for just the whole game, I think uh, seven game sets for the DS would be uh, a lot better. What about y'all? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you play 162 games in about 180 days, and then you take a whole week off. You play you play a total of two games over a nine day span. That's not baseball to me. Like the weather's changing, man. Like let's get it on. It, it's I don't know. I I, I think you're I don't know what the guys. fix is. There's just there's just there's just no point in having a bot. There's there's no incentive because I'd almost rather be a wild card team. With 88 wins, 80 wins, you come in but there. Then, but then you could lose, though, which is <laughs> – you could. Um, like, ask the Brewers right now. I mean, the Brewers won their division, and they might have been having that thought process, and, you know, they got smoked by the D-backs. I mean, I think the only way you can really limit the time um, in between the end of the regular season and the DS is – if maybe you just made the wild card all one gamers instead of best two out of three, like maybe that's the way, but that's brutal for a division winner to have the one game playoff. It was brutal anyway. They're playing best two out of three, but you know, baseball playoffs are so odd. I kind of just wish we were back um, with the one game, two wild cards, one game playoff. I think that system was good. I think if you could do that system with the seven game DS, that'd be perfect. Um, But yeah, I don't know. What, What do you think about it, Sean? I think it's a it's a tough fix. Like yeah. obviously, there were some. I think this could have been just a weird year to where three of the top teams are they just get demolished, like you said. Like the Dodgers come out and they can't hit. We come out, we can't hit. Orioles. I didn't really get a chance to watch that series a ton. I'm not sure really what went. They wrong couldn't with them. pitch. <laughs> they okay. had an opposite issue. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's maybe just a weird year. Um, I did enjoy the one game wild card, but like you said, yeah. being a division winner, I don't think you can do that to a division winner. You can't you can't have somebody play and win their division, no matter how poor the division played. Even if you squeak out of a division with an with eighty five wins or something, like at that point, you still don't deserve to be thrown into a one game wild card. Um, yeah. But on the flip side getting that week or so off um, to where you're not, you're not playing. I definitely understand the gripe of where people are saying, like it throws off the timing of hitting. Yeah, it does. But are the Astros just immune to that 
they, to, they to might just, they might just be different. <laughs> Are they just built different when it comes to October? Yeah. I mean, that, that might just be it. But it's a tough fix. I don't really know what it is. I like the seven-game uh, DS as well. Um, but then you get to that point to where maybe you're you're putting that extra game or two strain on, on someone's arm. Um, it, it's just hard. Like, I don't think that baseball should be played and the stretch. Like, I don't think you should get seven days off after playing a full You're so used to playing every day or every other day. Um, I think there needs to be some kind of way to keep that flow. Maybe three days off, maybe four. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but I'm not Rob Manfred. I don't have all the answers. I'm not the one that's going to be making the decision. So, um, uh, it, it's tough. It's tough. I don't think that's why the Braves lost. Um, but it is tricky yeah, to I come don't back. Either. Yeah, I mean, it is tricky to you know take those days off. You're not seeing live pitching. You're just seeing batting practice. I know they played some inter squad scrimmages, um, three of them, but you know, they, those are controlled games. No crowd or it's small little, crowd. I guess yeah, a few people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah small crowd. Um, but they're not, it's not fanatics coming and screaming and yelling at the game. It's just a different environment. Um, so I guess it just is something else to, to think about for those teams that, uh, that do have seasons like the Braves have that are winning their division. And uh, the Braves have had control and they clinched the division. Um, what was it, beginning of, beginning of September? Yeah, it was, we had like and three the, weeks left in the season. Yeah, and then they clinched the number one seed, I think, with about a week and a half, two weeks left. So, like, they're, I mean, they're in cruise control from that moment on. So, to get it picked back up, even after a week or so after the season is actually over, is definitely tough. But it's just another one of those things and maybe something that managers have to really think about and how to, how to, how to manage that. I mean, you have to figure out what – gets your guys going or like, what do you, what do your guys actually need? What does this guy need? Does Acuna need to stay in the lineup for the rest of the season so he can keep his swing and maybe that helps him out. And maybe some guys want to sit and they need that rest, but it's yeah. just one of those things, like just another piece of the puzzle that a manager has to figure out. Yeah. I think it's worth a conversation. It's, it's worth having. Um, I mean, a whole week off that, that, that'll throw anybody off in, in any yeah. Um, it, it's not like NBA where, uh, the rest is good. You know, I, I feel like an NBA, like you, you obviously wish for that week off, uh, to get your body healthier. It's, it's, it's much more demanding sport, but, uh, baseball is all about timing. It's all about, you know, going through the repetitions and I don't know, it's definitely worth a conversation. I think, uh, yeah. given that three of the top four teams are already knocked out and, um, you know, we see that, you know, they dominate all year that, and then, you know, look like different teams coming in to the playoffs. I don't know. It's, it's, it's all about getting hot. I think, I think, you know, getting on a roll, just, just play better, just suck it up, play better. I mean, I think, I think really the only call here is push it to seven games. Um, I think seven games really just determines the better team. It's, it's, you know, anything can happen in a five game series. I think we, we said that a hundred times, um, but, but seven will truly determine, look, I don't think seven games changes the outcome of this series or the oh. Dodgers series. Probably yeah, not the yeah. Oracle series. I mean, yeah. it, it didn't matter at all in these scenarios, but I think, you know, in a much tighter um every other year it probably would matter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we got our ass handed to us 
credit to the Phillies. I mean, we just we were dead, and and they they made they took advantage of every single mistake we made, and in every opportunity they just jumped on it. So I don't know. Just thought I would bring that up, and uh, yeah, I don't know that you know they're gonna they're gonna take a look at it and and see if they need to make a change. We'll see if anything happens. I mean, I feel like if um, you know we we us and the Dodgers we may be getting the Chiefs treatment and they may be changing something. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Speaking of the Chiefs, I actually. I think... I... Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, I thought about this yesterday after the game. Someone last year during the NFL season said, uh, like, it, you know, it's time for the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl. Like, they're, he's talking about all the time. The Chiefs are borderline dynasty. They have to win one again here soon. And, I feel like the Braves are just kind of in that position also. Like everyone clamors about how good this team is going to be forever with all the guys locked up, which they're not wrong. The Braves are always going to be competitive, but you know, they need to get another one. I mean, it's, I know it's only two years since we did get one, but it is, um, it's about that time. You know, if you really want to put yourself in the conversation of an, of a dynasty, you know, you, you kind of got to get another one here. And these first round exits are just not a good look. Could you, could you guys imagine if the Braves didn't win the World Series two years ago, how worse the discourse would be? I think it still helps a little bit that we did win. Yeah, I mean, yeah no doubt. Four out of the last five, like, full seasons, taking out the COVID year. Four out of the last five. First round exit. Got knocked out in the NLDS. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's becoming – we are – us and the Dodgers are the exact same. Like, it's unbelievable. We're, we're, we're becoming the Dodgers. We're, we're, <laughs> we're getting to the point where we're about to start getting clowns and, and just – getting labeled as regular season champions over and over again. I mean, if yeah. like, obviously it wasn't alive during the nineties, but my God, the similarities are insane. Like six yeah, it's row, growing. It's growing. <laughs> Snit, Bobby Cox, you're are, they're already getting the comparisons. Like, I mean, it's, it's becoming real and it sucks. It sucks losing. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, you got to at least come out and perform and make it to the CS again. I think next year that that's the, that's the bottom is making it to the CS. Um, obviously it was the bottom the this year too. Yeah, no, I agree. It definitely was. It definitely was like that team in no season should ever get knocked out in four in the NLDS. I don't think. Um, so I think going into next season again, like championship series or bust at least, Obviously, you want to win the World Series. Um, I mean, it's a hard thing to do. Astros have been to seven straight ALCS now, um, and they they have they have two World Series. Maybe they might make it three again. I mean, I don't really know. I think they're kind of the standard at this point right now for postseason oh, yeah. baseball. Yeah, yeah. They've got it down to a science over there. I mean, right. they just the figure five- it out. Yeah, winning the five game DS seven years in a row is insane. Like not just like getting tripped up once with a some crazy bad luck. You know, they they know what they're doing when they get to these games. And yeah, like I, I mean, I think they're gonna win the World Series again. Like I think it's gonna be them and the Phillies again. Um, and they'll probably win because they're they just know what they're doing. They like all the guys, every guy on that team knows what to do, you know. I mean, Jordan Alvarez had like four home runs against the twins, like they're they're insane. I mean, they, they are the standard. And I was looking last year when we're still the talking we're talking about the postseason format. I mean, the Dodgers won hundred and eleven games last year. 
and their season was over four games later. Like baseball is weird, and you know you're right, Evan. It's worth talking about with the format, but I just uh, we just got to if this becomes a real trend like over five years, then yeah, it needs to be addressed. But they could just be some baseball weirdness. These first two years, it really might be. You never know. I mean, but this year it was stark. I mean, because all three 100 win teams just got blasted. And I think um, the top five records, this includes the uh, Rays and Brewers. They went one and 13 in the playoffs. And we got the one dub. So we put us on the board. (laughs) But that's just a crazy stat. The top five records in baseball going one and 13 in the playoffs and all the other teams, it was like 20 and something like 20 and four, you know, whatever the number is. And like, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. It's it's unreal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I think, um, I think we've talked about everything. I mean, you know, the Braves, they've won two regular year NLDSs in the past 23 years they they won in 2001 and 2021 this is not counting the COVID year so i guess we're due for our next one in 2041 <laughs> if if the pattern repeats itself so we gotta we got a, a long 18 years ahead of us <laughs> oh boy yeah but... <laughs> it's, getting old. it's getting old already i'm sick of this early yeah. like here, man I mean, it is. To, like, uh, last last night, it's just the season's over. Like, there's no more Braves baseball. That part just sucks. I don't, I don't get to watch the Braves anymore. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. It's awful. Who, yeah, do, who yeah. do you guys have in this, the championship series this year? It's the two teams you guys are do you, do you seeing want, in the world. Do you want who I want to win, or do you do you want who I think is going to win? <laughs> who do you think is going to win? Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be Phillies-Astros. I'm, I'm rolling with Ryan's take here. I, you yeah. know, I don't think anybody yeah. – I mean, I think the Phillies are going to win the World Series, but I I think they both meet up again. Yeah, I think I think the Astros handle the Rangers pretty well. I I was talking about this at work. I I think the Diamondbacks can get the Phillies in six or seven. I really do. Like I, the way that they brought it to the Dodgers, the the energy. I mean, their bats are clicking the same way the Phillies are right now. It's it's going to come down to the pitching and. I mean, they got a they got a dog in Gallon. Um, I don't know. I, that one's gonna be. I'm gonna be tuned into that one. That, I'm excited to watch that entire series. Just the way both teams are playing right now. Um, the Astros is Astros series is just gonna be. It's gonna be the Astros, and they're gonna they're gonna do what they do every year um, to make it back to the World Series. But I think the Diamondbacks are very energetic, and they they got some guys. I really like Corbin Carroll. Um, but that, I think I got I got Diamondbacks in six. I'm I'm not sure Damn. I'm gonna be watching that series. <laughs> not gonna be watching that one. I don't know. <laughs> Phillies, Phillies just took it out of you. I feel it. Yeah. No, I I I uh yeah I I am picking Phillies and Astros. I wouldn't. I just I worry for the D-backs. I want them to win, but there is just a world where the Phillies just blast them too. I mean, the first two games are in Philly. And I think it's possible that, you know, after game two, the Diamondbacks were looking around like, what the hell just happened? We're down 0-2. Um, but I would love to see the Diamondbacks go to the World Series. I mean, they are a ton of fun. I mean, Corbin Carroll is awesome. Love Cattell Marte. That's my guy. Um, yeah. I just want him to be on the Braves so bad. But um, 
Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be stunned. I mean, the Rangers are good, but it's just you got to pick the Astros until they're gone. They're kind of they've they've earned that. So, um, yeah, I had one more thing I was going to say. I, I totally forgot. God, y'all say something so I can try to remember this. What was I about to say? That's making me mad. Oh man, I just this was the best. This was the best Braves team I've ever watched in my life, and and just. To, for it to be over in the blink of an eye, I, I just can't believe it. Can't believe I remember it. what I was going to say. When you said you're not going to be watching the series, it reminded me of when um, in 2019 when uh, the Braves got – you know we all know the game five, the faulty game, 10 runs in the first inning. That happened. And then later that night, the Nationals beat the Dodgers and the NLDS with that Howie Kendrick grand slam. And I was just like, oh, so I'm not going to watch a second of this series. Like, there's no way. Because that year, like, the Nationals were our rival that year. Like, we hated the Nationals. Like, I, And everyone hated the Cardinals after that series. Everybody hated Yachty. Everybody probably hated Ozuna. <laughs> and uh, I I was like, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch Yankees-Astros because that was the ALCS that year. And uh reminded me of that. But I, I, I am going to watch some of the Phillies Diamondbacks because I do want to watch the Snakes. I I hope they can do it. That would be awesome. I think they won 84 games. Yeah, I'm, that's, I, I, yeah, that's crazy. That's, I'm, I'm just being petty at this point. I, I will definitely be tuning in. Just let me get this. Oh, you out. gotta hate watch, hate watch. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm the Phillies' number one hater right now. The Diamondbacks you are under the Diamondbacks. Like you've been watching them since you were two years old. <laughs> yeah, they're my. They'll always be my second team. I've always said that. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see. Um. I think I think that's it, boys. I mean, it sucked. It was pretty terrible. About as bad as it could have possibly went. And um, yeah, you know, they, it was. You're right, Evan. It was such a great regular season. You know, even thinking about like how I said, think about game two sucked. Like I thought about a few of the moments for regular season day, and I was just like, they didn't even make me happy anymore. Like I thought about the Aussie walk off against the Mets. Thought about Acuna in the Grand Slam at Dodger Stadium, and I was just like, oh, all that just to go out like a bunch of pansies in the divisional series. It just, <laughs> but hopefully like it, like I said, in a month, I probably will. I probably look back with some fondness because it was fun, but even Ronald's MVP is going to be clowned. Yeah. Hopefully by then I'm yeah. just like, I'm cleansed of this and I can be happy for him. But <laughs> I will be happy when he wins it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, that's going to be cool for him. It just, it does suck. He had a pretty terrible series. I did see someone posted his um exit velocities. He was hitting the ball hitting the ball hard. He was just hitting it on the ground to trade turn like every time. <laughs> so um yeah. I, one more thing. We didn't really talk about the Acuna base loaded bat last night. Um before we get out of here, like what what was y'all what were y'all going through right there? Because I couldn't bear to watch. Uh and um I thought he got it. He came very close to having just a, a, like an insane moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I thought the outfielder was going to run into right on that corner. Oh, just, yeah. Just drop the ball because it, it's so awkward out there. And, we need uh, Seiya Suzuki out there, man. Oh, we would be in a game five if Suzuki was out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was down. I thought it was in the gap, but. I thought I, he got I, it. I, I thought he got it, it man. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought it was in the gap. Um, and then when they panned the camera, I was hoping it would somehow squeak by him. I knew that guy was. Rojas is really good in center field, so 
if it wasn't going to hit off the wall, he was probably going to track it down. But then he he added to the suspense too because he kind of like hesitated, looked yeah. at the left fielder, looked back. Yeah, I mean, he made it interesting. Um, it's made it worse for that, us. <laughs> I mean, my hands were drenched in sweat. Oh, like man. I was, I was trying not to watch, like cover my eyes, like. I just wanted it so bad, and then it was it was such a long at bat. It was like a yeah. six pitch at bat too. It just kept going. Like it was like, it was actually a great at bat by Ronald. I mean, you know, I can't as as much as he didn't have a great series. I just can't. That's my guy, man. I can't shit on him. It's it's, it's a Cunha. Um, but yeah, we had we had to touch on that because that that probably was like the most painful moment of the series. I think that or the Harper Homer off of Elder. One of those two was a. Uh, that I say a 50-50 of the most pain. So uh yeah, you guys you guys got any final takes where we get out of here? I, I don't think it's gonna stop raining here in Atlanta for the next few days. It's just adding to my misery, I think. Yeah, it's seasonal depression on top of Graves depression. It's it's been a rough day. At least we got Desmond Ritter to watch on Sunday. Ooh. Oh god. That could be a good thing. <laughs> Is that a good thing or that sounds like a threat? <laughs> is it a good thing or a bad thing? We'll see. I mean, do <laughs> John Robinson? We can see him. Yeah, positive. He is a positive. Um, I know some people are freaking out that um Jordan Davis. Some Georgia fans are really freaking out that Jordan Davis was at the game. I know you guys are Georgia fans. Um, do you guys uh you don't claim him no more? He tweeted something like he was there through. Uh, he was there for the Braves. Yeah, kind of something like that. He was there for the Braves, but of course they're gonna show him. They're gonna they're gonna try to try to flip him on us. Yeah, I saw Embiid was there, and I also saw Tyrese Maxey was there, and he was just sitting in the nosebleeds by himself. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. (laughs) Like, bro, he was like tucked away on his phone. Yeah, (laughs) like Embiid was like like uh, next to the dugout, had great seats, and he's just. You know, and the nosebleeds like next to the foul pole see, on his phone. Like, I, dude, I think if you would just ask, you could have got some like good tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he just wanted to just go catch a ball game. I can't blame him. Um, but so, yeah, that was that was that was kind of funny. But yeah, you know, the Hawks are coming up soon. That I don't know if that's going to be positive or not either. The Braves were the only sure thing in our lives, and maybe y'all are Georgia fans. That's kind of a sure thing. Um, but uh. Yeah, for me, this is the only sure sports team I have that I can kind of rely on to be good, and uh, they they were terrible. So, not good for me. Yeah, no, nothing right. small about my life. Nothing, yeah, nothing at all. <laughs> I was singing that Logic song all last night. I know, I know, you y'all know the one I'm talking about. The this, I don't want to, I don't want to make fun of the suicide song, but I was singing that shit last night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I mean, more the more we distance ourselves from it, the better off we'll be. You know, before we know it, we'll be we'll be back to normal. It'll be yeah. Normal. Hopefully, at some point, we could just look back on the positives of the season and I think turn we'll it around. There. We'll get there. Yeah, not even last soon, but we'll get there. Even last year, after we lost to the Phillies, I still looked like the like even this season. I thought about the Mets series when we swept them. That was awesome. No, at least we had that last year. Like that was like crazy awesome win the division. You know, they didn't have, like we won the division here, but it was like not even close. It was hard to even get excited about it, honestly. Which that sounds just so spoiled of me. We are we are still spoiled Braves fans. I mean, they're they're awesome still, but 
you know, the future is still uh, like good, but man, this, this, this one sucked. Yeah. I think it's the expectations definitely get to you. When you start expecting the good and the great things to happen and they come out and drop a stinker of four games like that. Yeah. It makes it hurt even worse. I mean, the one, the one Braves team, we really, I mean, we had expectations in 2021, but if the Braves would have lost to the Brewers in the DS, we would have been like, you know what? That was a great season. You know, we were under 500 for pretty much the entire year. We somehow won the division without Acuna, with Ozuna, all the Ozuna stuff. Like making it this point is an accomplishment. So like, I, I like it, I feel like just having no expectation. Like they had some, but just minimal expectations and them winning it. Uh, there might be something to it. I don't know. But yeah, we we have the. There's no beating around the bush here. We just we got flat out embarrassed after being the best team in baseball all year long. Best lineup turned into the worst lineup. Really, this the the starting pitching wasn't even that bad. I mean, there was one stinker of a game, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know. It just it just no, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That 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 sums it up entirely. <laughs> like best team in baseball. Just drop a drop an egg, lay an egg there. Yeah, in the biggest way possible. So, yeah, I think we covered it all, guys. The misery podcast is over. I'm gonna try not to consume a ton of baseball content these next few days so like i said i'll watch some of the games but i just i don't even want to listen to anything no outsider opinions i'll listen to some brave stuff but i'm not listening to these casuals talk about my team i don't need that yeah i'm slowly <laughs> turning on pardon my take i'll be honest with you see i thought about that i thought about listening today because i wanted to listen to the nfl part but i was like i can't get i'm not listening to max Talk about the Phillies. I'm not listening to that. I I will listen to him though after the like I'm sure the Phillies are gonna lose a couple of games at least soon. And when they do lose, I will be tuning in to to drink some tears. Um, but you know, yeah, and I'm hopefully some people tune into this to drink some tears. You know, we'll take we'll take the listens. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think we I think we covered it all guys. Y'all got any final thoughts? No, sir. No, sir, we do not. Yep. We 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 went long here. We I think we really did say all that needed to be said. So if you made this far listening, we uh, we really appreciate it. And we will see you in the next one.